This is Goolsby. This is Brent. And this is Brandel. And we are Silent Horror. And you're listening to Devil Horns. Devil Horns. Devil Horns! Welcome to Devil Horns. This is Corey. Uh, if you've been following me on Facebook and, and, and Twitter and everything, I've been just hammering everyone about this great new album that's come out, and I've been just hearing all kinds of buzz about it and everything. But uh, man, Silent Horror is a horror punk album that just came out here uh, in the past uh, couple months, and it blew me away. Absolutely blew me away, and I've become like the Silent Horror evangelist uh, because it's an amazing album. And joining me tonight... It's a huge honor to have the band with me. I have Argyle Goolsby, vocalist, bassist, Brandel Rector, percussionist, and Brent Haney on guitar. Guys, welcome and thank you for joining me. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, man, guys, this uh, is truly an amazing album. And uh, Goolsby, I, you know, I'll just, I'll just say I've been a fan of yours, you know, for for a lot of years, and uh, just knowing your track record with music. Um, you know, with Blitzkid and, and your solo project, and, and now this, I I expected you know nothing less. Um, I knew it was going to be good, but like I said, <laughs> it was much better than good. It blew me away. Uh, it really did. Thank you very much, man. And uh, just all around, all around, fantastic. Uh, just tight, tight uh, guitar, drumming, everything. Just water really tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know, guys. Just tell me a little bit about how Silent Horror came together as a band and as a project? Uh, that's uh, that's a question for Brandel and Brent. Uh, Brent, take it away. <laughs> uh, well, it started uh, with me, I guess. Originally, I was writing some solo songs, and I was doing some stuff, and I called the project Silent Horror. Um, then I got with Brandel, and uh, we decided to start a horror punk band, and we used to use that project title as our title uh, for for the band. So that that's how the name came about. Um, and then from there, it was just getting, uh, our original singer, James, we had him and then we had, uh, um, on bass playing with us. Uh, we just recorded some stuff in 2008. Um, we put out an EP, then we, uh, played a few shows, played a show with, uh, with Blitzkid and got to meet, uh, Ghouls for the first time there. Um, that's when we became friends with him and, uh, the band recorded another album, but never actually got to put it out. Uh, in 2009, the band disbanded, uh, and then from there, we pretty much just put put it into silent horror um, as far as anything else went, because we just knew we couldn't find somebody that could sing uh, as good as, as what we needed. Um, and then we got asked by Ghouls to go on the Blitzkid tour and back uh, back him and, and TB on, on the instruments there, so we went on tour. That's where we started talking about maybe starting Silent Horror again, and uh, that was in what 2011. 11? Yeah, I think 11. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So then uh, we talked about that, and it was it's, it was something we really wanted to do, and uh, but you know, Ghouls had a lot of stuff going on at the time. He said whenever he was ready, you know, he would uh, he'd give us a call, and we'd you know try to work something out. And then it was what November. <clears throat> Uh, this past year? Yeah, it's yeah. around November, I think, is when I contacted, you know, 
schools and said, you know, hey, I, I really want to get you on these albums. And I mean, we weren't, we were never really satisfied um, with what we had previously put out. I mean, for the time when we put it out, it was, you know, amazing for us. And we knew that it could be so much better and, you know, we could go back in and we could give it more. And that's where I came to the idea and just kind of, from there, it was like a one conversation, and the next thing you know, well, boom. Yeah, I mean, Randall had contacted me and said, you know, do you still want to do this? Uh, now would be a good time. Let's do it. And I said, yeah. And I think by the end of that conversation, we had already pretty much planned on booking studio time. And I think we had studio time booked probably within maybe two weeks of that conversation. And it just went from there. Wow. You know, when we when we first did when we first started talking about this, we didn't really know what we were going to do in terms of um, like what level we were going to take it. Was this just going to be a project? Were we going to be a touring band? Um, you know, we were just going to kind of see where it went. And um, you know, the more and more we talked, it's just like ideas kept coming. Like, hey, we should do this. You know, if we play live, we should do this. And it just kept snowballing and we just realized that we had a lot of really good ideas and a lot of really good chemistry, you know, and just decided it would be, you know, a crime not to do this as a, as a full-time thing. Mm. And so is, is that what this is? It's, it's more than a project. I mean, this is, yeah, for me, it definitely, you know, over the past few years, I've done a lot of stuff, you know, mm. different projects and, you know, I've, I've been a hundred percent, a part of all of those projects. It's not as if one was more important or the other, or one was just a link to another one. Um, you know, they were all, you know, outlets for me in one way, shape or form. But, um, you know, Blitz Kid was such a, um, presiding force, I guess, in my life. You know, it, I had a lot of responsibility to that because I've been doing it the longest. Um, it was really hard to, uh, you know, dedicate any, kind of like time that was necessary to another band, um, you know, in a way that it needed to be done. So, uh, you know, like Brandon said, when we were on tour in 2011 in Blitz Kid, uh, we kind of toyed with the idea of, of doing silent horror, but, you know, I just didn't want it to be one of those things where it was, you know, inevitably going to get just half of my attention, you know, right. at least. And, you know, just because there was too much going on. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, despite all the stuff that I've done in the past, I mean, this is, this is a band, you know, this isn't a project or, you know, a CD that we're doing, you know, or just something that we're putting out just for, uh, the sake of putting out, you know, I mean, there's, there's, there's a mechanism behind it. Music to my ears. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> just knowing that there's going to be a future and you guys are going to be pursuing touring and, and, uh, oh, hopefully, yeah. you know, um, yeah. you know, more albums and things like that. Um, cause yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to uh, hopefully see you. I'm clear over in Pennsylvania. So, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you'll swing far. my way. Well, no, where are you guys? Are you, uh, I want to think Virginia. Is that right? Well, I live in Virginia. Oh, okay. Where's, uh, Brando and Brent, where are you guys? Crossville, Tennessee. It's, um, about oh. an hour and a half from Nashville. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love Tennessee. That's a great state. I've been there a lot. It, it works out really well because, you know, I mean, when we met, when when we were in, when we were in Blitzkid and we met Silent Horror, you know, I mean, it could have been one of those things where they were clear over in California, but I mean, it just it's perfect because 
Crossville, Tennessee, from where I'm at, is only about you know what about a four hour drive. Yeah, it's yeah. about four uh, hours. Oh, that's it's not, not bad. bad. Yeah. It's really not that bad. I mean, it's a straight shot the whole way. So you know, we we get together pretty regularly. Um, you know, we're getting together next week, as a matter of fact, to do some practice uh, for an upcoming show we got in uh, Charleston, West Virginia, like at the end of this month. Oh, cool. So it wasn't all done sort of like virtually, like you'd, you'd swap tracks back and forth and, you know, maybe ghouls no. would record something there and send it over to you guys in Tennessee and, and things. You actually, you were physically together for pretty much the whole thing. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. We, you know, we got, we actually, you know, went to a studio, you know, everything that was, you know, done there, you know, yeah. or yeah. done on the record got done in the studio. Like all the vocals I drove over before and stayed and. It was about how many sessions did we take on that? On that record? Six, seven, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I was there for for uh, we had two vocal sessions. You know, I was there for I think like a total of maybe like three days. You know, three recording days. Yeah, like three actual recording days. Yeah. Man, man. Which was tight. <laughs> Very yeah, tight. it was really <laughs> close. I mean, because that's. That's 17 songs, and we have, you know, we recorded another song, too, that's not on the record that, you know, we're going to do something with uh, here oh, in the cool. future. So it was just, it was a lot of, a lot of work, and I mean, each one of those songs, it's not like it's just one vocal track, you know, there's layers upon layers. I mean, if you listen to Wolfsbane, uh, there's a part in there towards the end when the bridge comes in, I mean, it sounds like a keyboard almost. oh yeah There's yeah so yeah this many, whole, like, have this whole chorus behind on. it yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah beautiful beautiful and uh just ghouls i love your voice man uh you have i think one of the the greatest uh voices in in horror punk right now it's uh so strong oh, thank you and i've never heard you uh, hit a bad note or or anything i mean it's just it's spot on and uh just uh really fantastic I appreciate it, man. I've, you know, over the years, I've sang in a lot of different keys and a lot of different registers. And that's one thing that, you know, I've always had to my advantage. Do you know It's like? I can kind of, I can morph my voice to really whatever, you know, is going on at the time. And I guess that's a good thing. But like with silent horror, like this is my register. Do you know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. no reaching, no strain. Um, it's a sweet it's, spot. Yeah. It's easy, man. It's so easy. It just feels, feels right. Wow, and you can tell, you can tell. Um, Ooh, just thanks. love the melodies and everything. Now, what was what was the writing process like behind this album? How did like was there a, like a principal songwriter or you know everything? Like how did how did that all happen? I mean, it it really started out with just you know Brent and I have been playing music together since we were kids. I mean, even before Silent Horror, we've we've always been in you know different projects or bands or whatever, just all around with each other. And yeah. so I mean we kind of grew up him playing guitar to my drumming. So I mean, some of the songs he had prior that when I came in and we, he kind of came with me, uh, we put the idea together. Some of the songs he had already all, all the way done. And all I really had to do was, you know, lay down the drums and kind of add a few things, but toward the, you know, middle of it or a little bit at the start, it was kind of, here and there it it would all be he would come with a riff or some vocals and you know we would kind of get in there and just work them out together and really collaborate to make every song almost i mean there's a few of them that are you know just specifically one person song or something like that but a lot of it was collaboration cool 
Yeah. And was that lyrically as well? Was there a, a, a lyricist? Did, you know, did Ghouls write everything, or was everything sort of a collaboration well, no, there? Actually, Ghouls didn't write any of the lyrics um, on this stuff because we had all we we'd done this music back in two thousand before we'd even met him. Oh, cool! cool. <laughs> we recorded all the you know all these songs the first the, with the first singer. So all these songs are actually old songs that we had recorded. And some of them we put out on our first album. The other album didn't ever get put out. It got leaked on the internet. You can find the songs if you want, but the, those songs never got released. So as far as the vocals were all still me, Brandel, and then our first singer, James, um, had collaborated. We all wrote lyrics for it. Um, some songs I would write all of the guitar and then the lyrics, and I would bring it to those guys, and, and Brandel would put drums and bridges and things in it, and we just work it. But it was, it was all a very organic thing that we all just kind of – Silent Horror, the songs themselves, is an organic thing that happens between me and Brandel. Hmm. Um, just the way that we work off of each other, it it's, just comes very, very cleanly uh, between us. And then the layers of vocals just start happening, usually between uh, the way that we you know, interact with each other and, and the way that our voices sound and the different harmonies that come out when we all sing it and stuff like that. So... Um, and that's but, another thing that's really cool about you know having ghouls now is because when we when we were playing in Blitzkid when we actually went on that tour, it felt like you know he had grown up playing music with us. Like I didn't have to look at him or try to feel, you know, like like we were trying to play Blitzkid songs. We came in there and it felt like we were just playing some of our songs, and that's really how Silent Horror now the stuff that we're writing and we're putting you know all of our collaboration into it's it still feels the same and that's what we're excited about yeah. you know most yeah. because because it still feels and, the and same even more i mean and that's that's the thing you know when we lost our singer you know we jokingly talked about how there was two people that we felt like might you know actually be able to sing for this band and ghouls was was the main one you know and so when we got him it was like now we can actually do this band the way we originally wanted to with the vocal style that we originally wanted because you know, Ghouls' vocals is what we wanted originally, and and James was not quite in the the genre as much as we wanted. You know, hmm. um, so now you know when we put him in the studio, Ghouls just hit everything perfectly, exactly the way you know we ever imagined it to be, and and just put so much atmosphere in it that we always felt was what we were missing from the band. Um, so well. And another thing too, you know, I'd like to point out is, uh, you know, when when I got the call last year, last November, about doing this, um, we really didn't have any plans on releasing old material. It was just kind of, you know, like when Brandel had contacted me, he said, you know, let's do this, um, you know, and with that, he and Brent had wrote a song. They're like, we have music to this song that we wrote. We're, we're going to send it over to you and uh just put something to it there was no vocal melody there were no lyrics just put something to it hmm. uh so i did that and i sent it back and they were and stoked it, about it, it blew our minds first try yeah, i mean amazing. it was like right when we heard it we were like oh crap here it goes like it was it was spot on he, not he, one I, thing did i want changed and and for me the same thing there wasn't one part of that song and the structure of it that you know, I felt need needed to be rearranged or or didn't flow. Do you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that's very rare. Do you know what I'm saying? Like to to do that because I mean I have a hard enough time 
you know, accepting my own song structures without critiquing them and going, nah, this has to change just to get something from someone, you know, and it just be right and to put something on top of it. And like, I even knew, you know, I, 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 you know, a very humble way. I was like, wow, that sounds great. And I sent it to them and they were totally stoked about it. And, you know, it was like a day later, they sent me another riff and <laughs> I did the same thing. I sent it back yeah. and they were like, holy shit, this is crazy. They were like, this sounds amazing. So there again, I think it was like three days later, another riff came and we wrote another song. We wrote like three I mean, songs within not even two weeks, you know, time man. together, like new yep. stuff. And, and that and was the whole, sorry, go ahead. What? No, you keep going. Oh, I was just going to say, like, that was the whole, like, when we got together, you know, we were like, let's book studio time and, and, and record these songs, you know, and we'll we'll write more. Hmm. Um, and by the time that, you know, we got everything lined out, it was like, well, man, we have like, I think it was, by the time we actually went into the studio, I think we had like six songs, like new songs already. And, yeah. you know, I just had the idea. I was like, look, you know, from my standpoint of silent horror, from someone who had been on the outside and had been a fan of that band, you know, I had a different perspective on it. I said, you know, you have all these great songs that never really had a chance to, to, to be put out there for people to enjoy. You know, why don't, what do you guys think about, you know, like going in and recording those and and putting those out and using this time that we have while that album is out to refine all the stuff that we've just wrote and, you know, write more stuff. And, you know, that's ultimately the path that we took. Wow. Man, sounds like, yeah. I mean, it just everything I mean, happened so organically and it was just so easy, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah, it really did. And, and I mean, to to us, we hear the new stuff and it is just it's on a whole nother level yeah. of, of maturity and music and, and, you know, us as musicians um, writing this new stuff. It just, to us, you know, it feels you know 110 times percent better you know than than the old stuff but i mean hmm seem to have lost him there for a second uh yeah let's, I, let's see they're still on there oh yeah dropped him let's uh hello hey hey got hello? you back hello <laughs> hello is this hello <laughs> you guys were just too sexy for the internet man yeah. it just i know well we were just we were just floating you should have heard the stuff we were saying it was so profound the internet just couldn't couldn't take it anymore <laughs> i know we were you. anyway <laughs> anyhow yeah basically man you know like like brent was saying if i could just jump in for a second you know the, the yeah. new stuff yeah, I'm really excited about. I think we all are. You know, it was really hard for us not to put that stuff out. And as I said, uh, we we went ahead and recorded that very first song, that song that you know came to me and was the one you know tune that kind of you know restarted Silent Horror. We we recorded that because you know we were kind of thinking about putting it on the record, and then we were like, you know what, let's just it's already 17 songs. Let's put it out you know as a single um sometime later you know after this album so cool. you know we're, we're getting closer to that now oh i can't wait man you're teasing me you're teasing me <laughs> jeez that, that was the whole point yeah I mean, it, you know it, it was a tease for us too not to not to just 
put it all out there, but now I think we've gotten so used to it, it's just time for everyone else to have to deal with it. Right on. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I've been talking about how much I love the album and how much, I mean, this is, I think, across the board. Like, I can't find anybody saying anything bad or negative or, or, or anything. You know, if I were to write a review for your album, like, it would be totally one-sided, like a totally boring review because I'd just be like, well, you know, here's all the stuff that's great about it, but, you know, there's nothing to criticize. Like, I'm really, really hard-pressed to criticize anything, to find anything wrong. <laughs> and um, so uh, are you surprised by how well people have, have taken to this? I mean, or, I mean, you guys, I can tell you guys are really, really happy with it yourself, so maybe you're not surprised, but are, are you surprised just how the fans and, and people in general have taken to this? You want to go first, Gould? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I am surprised, you know, because I, it's not that I didn't think that it was a good record. It's just, you know, I, I don't really ever go into anything with huge expectations. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, in terms of like how it'll be received, like, you know, I, I, I do stuff that I believe in and I really, really like that ultimately at the end of the day, if, you know, no one else likes, like, I, as long as I'm happy doing it, then, you know, right. it's good. But, you know, I, I expected, you know, the kids here in the horror punk and, uh, well, you know, adults as well. But you know what I mean? People here in the horror punk to to like it. But, um, I mean, the day that we announced the band and, you know, kind of brought it to everyone's attention, it was, it was insane, man. I'd never seen anything like that in terms of any kind of project that I've been involved in. You know, we... Wow. We announced the band at I think like noon on a Tuesday or something, and I had to go to work that day. Yeah, it was like a Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, I just got to work and I sat down to do a tattoo, and I was like, oh shit, I better, you know, announce that, you know, the band, you know, the band announcement today, and I forgot to call Brent and Brandel to tell them that I was doing it, and I just did it because I was (laughs) running late and I was trying to like multitask, which is always a terrible thing for me, and. um I don't know, like, I just hit, like, post, and I went to work. <laughs> and then and my then, world got ruined. Yeah, I, I went to work, and then, like, three hours later, you know, I, I, I went on the internet, and it was, like, over 800 likes, and I was like, holy shit. And I looked at my phone, and I had, like, 15 missed calls from Brent and Brando, like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, I didn't even have a Facebook. This is, like, my first time even, like, caring about social media or anything. I mean, I, I just started a Facebook and just got on the band one and everything, and I had no clue what was going on. It just, like, blew my, my mind. Hmm. Wow. I'm ready for it. <laughs> Man. Uh, but, Brandon, I mean, for, for Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And, Go ahead. Uh, it's okay. Um, for me and Brent, I mean, for me personally, when I got the album finally mixed like through the mixing process i mean it's to me it's like listening to another band once we had ghouls be on the album from what i was used to hearing and i mean i listened to it more than i'd listened to anything i mean and to me it was my favorite horror punk album and i mean we made it and that was to me i knew I didn't. I'm not trying to be cocky and say like I knew it was gonna be great or whatever. I mean, I knew it was gonna be good because when I heard it, I loved it. Like I, hmm. I couldn't stop listening to it, and I just, 
I knew that it would be something, but I didn't know it would do as well as it did at all. I mean, it just the response from people and just everybody, you know, I, I, I mean, it blew my mind. I know it did. Wow. Wow. Brent, do you feel the same way? Is that, uh, uh, what'd you think about well, it? Well, I mean, for, for me, I mean, I, when, when we wrote these songs, you know, and we made them the first time back in 2009, we did these songs, you know, I, I felt like I was writing, you know, goofy songs or something. You know, they were just, they were just funny songs that we'd come up and we started playing, and they turned out really, really good. And everywhere we went with it, everywhere we played, you know, we got a great response from it. So I knew that the songs were good and, and that people really enjoyed hearing them. Um, when we re-recorded them, it just like randomly became a new band. It became a new sound, a new thing, but with those same songs that I kind of already knew that people were going to enjoy. And people, I mean, even like you know, we'd seen hundreds. He still liked our band. You're going to have to want to want to sing for it. So I knew that the songs were going to be good. Um, we re-recorded them. It just really took them to a whole new level. And made it to where we. Hmm. I mean, we wouldn't have. I, I don't think we would have an album that we have without him, and uh, you know, and the response and everything was just was just incredible. To that, I don't know. It, it left us all pretty speechless. So. Yeah. Yeah, for me, you know, there's always a period of time after you record a record where you don't really want to listen to your songs anymore because you sat in the engineering booth listening to them over and over and over for weeks and weeks on end, and you kind of get burnt out on them. But, I mean, that never happened for me. You know, and that's that was kind of the the telltale sign for me that it was going to be a really good album was, you know, I'd listened to nothing but those songs mm-hmm. from probably, you know, January on into when we released the record and I still wasn't burnt out on them. I have, I've listened to this album like hundreds of times, literally probably hundreds <laughs> of times. Um, and I'm still not burnt out on it, you know, and I'm the kind of guy, if I like an album, you know, I'll play it over and over and over again. And there have been a lot of albums that I've burnt myself out on, you know, really quickly. Yeah. But uh, this isn't one I can keep going back and I want to sing along and, um, actually, I'm a, I'm a total family guy now. You know, I'm I'm married. I have two young kids and everything. And I even play it for my little son. You know, my my three year old son. And I play that, and we just dance and everything. And it, it's just a good time. Um, awesome. And uh, so it's it. I don't find this to ever, you know, get to that spot where I'm just like, oh, I'm sick of hearing this. I've listened to it so yeah. many times. You know, I, I don't think uh, it's ever gonna get there. I mean, it's it's pretty much. Uh, um, a very, um, I can't find the right word, but ageless sort of, um, um, just a, sort of an immediate classic. I, I w- you know, seriously. I was, I was always a fan of, you know, these two guys and their music. You know, I've, I've always been kind of astounded at like what great songwriters they are and, and, and performers and, and singers for that matter. I mean, really, I mean, if you, you know, we have a video up on YouTube right now from our first show at Ghoul's Night Out, and you can watch it and, you know, and, and see. You know, I mean, like, I, between Brandel and Brent, you know, the backing vocals, they complement, you know, what I'm trying to do perfectly. And, you know, that's that's important because when you're doing a band like this and, you're you know, you're doing a really melodic band and you're doing a lot of vocal layering, it's really easy to mess that up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if one of those layers is off, then, you know, it throws the whole thing 
you know, the wrong direction. But, I mean, we don't have that in this band. And it's just, it just goes back to the whole just, like, organic, you know, just easy vibe of this whole band, you know I mean? We, we have the same ambitions, you know what I'm saying, for everything with this band. But there's no like effort to do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no like, like struggling to make those a reality. It doesn't seem forced at all. Like you're, you're trying to do something and you're really trying really hard to be something, you know, no, it just seems you like know, you're, you're who you are. And that, that's, that's one you know. thing, you know, I mean that, that I can say we, when we get together, I mean like these songs, I mean, we, we wrote songs in, in the back of a bus, you know, in the back of the tour bus, mm-hmm. you know, we wrote songs, you know, just sitting around, you know, over the phone. Yeah, I think three of I the mean, songs off the like the, this album came in one day, like solid all the way through lyrics, music. Yeah. I mean, it it wasn't. Are, are you talking time. about the next album? No, like no, I'm talking about the, the this... one that we just put out. I mean, three oh, of the yeah. songs making them came came so easy, yeah. and, and it's the <laughs> same with this. Like we were just riding in the tour bus, like when in the Blitzkid tour, and I mean, I think it was like. 10 minutes into the drive we were already yeah. on our way to almost having a full song yeah. we wrote wow. the coolest damn song too man and we can't remember <laughs> it at all i know I, and this was wrote in 2011 it was called parasitic and i i remember it man i remember bits and pieces of it and i know somewhere <laughs> it's recorded because i used to carry i used to carry a micro cassette recorder with me everywhere i went and i still do you know um when I'm on tour because, you know, a lot of times I'm up front driving and, you know, on long drives and you're just kind of spacing out. That's when I wrote most of, you know, the songs that, you know, I have kind of ended up on, on albums, you know, like Blitzkid records that I've contributed to and stuff like that. And it was the same deal, man. We just, you know, Brent was back there with the guitar and Brandel's next to me and we just started writing a song (laughs) and it was awesome. That was amazing. And I wish we could find it. Wow. Wow. And like I was saying, I mean, that same thing happens right now. Like, yeah, know, we'll just be practicing or something and I'll start playing a, a riff and we'll just start playing it. And then, you know, cools will just start singing on it. And all of a sudden it's like it's something it feels like we've wrote for, you know, years we've been playing it. Yeah, but we haven't. We just, you know, just wrote it. So, <laughs> I mean, this this stuff really is it, it's so organic feeling to us and, and it. I think we all feel it so well that it is that easy for us to, to, to put out, you know, a, a song or, or to play the songs and, and really be that in tune with the songs, you know, well, uh, vocally and, and everything. We, we know each other well enough too, man. That's another thing is, you know, we're all really, really good friends and that makes all the difference in the world, you know, when you're in a band with people, because you, you know, you know what I'm saying? You just, you, you yeah. kind of feel where each other are coming from and you understand that person's angle. If you understand that person and you know, like that's, I think one of the things that helps us out a lot is just the fact that, you know, we like hanging out with each other. You know what I mean? We like being around each other, even when we're not playing music and you know, that, yep. that, that helps that's tremendously. Huge. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Wow. What uh, was there a particular track or anything that was sort of difficult on this album to do? I mean, what was what was maybe one song that there was a stumbling block or it was just some some sort of trouble or difficulty that you had to do? Was there anything like that on this album? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I mean, I I recorded the guitar 
um, in 2009 once, and then I recorded it again in a, in a certain tuning uh, in, you know, January, and then I re-recorded it again, like, in February in a, in different, a different tuning, tuning, the tuning we end up actually using. Um, yeah. so I recorded this, this material so many times, um, you know, it, it really, there was no, there was no problem for me Wow. Um, recording it. I guess just doing it over and over again was the problem for me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think the hardest part for me is just, um, you know, vocals are so temperamental, you know, it's not like, you know, tuning, in, tuning an instrument where, you know, it's in key and, you know, you can kind of know what to expect and you know uh, like we said earlier we had such a tight schedule in uh, mm-hmm. recording everything especially the vocals you know that I mean we'd stay up all night being idiots you know what I mean until like <laughs> five in the morning like just being retarded I mean we went up we would go to Walmart at like 4 30 in the morning for no reason at all <laughs> just to have something to do and we're like it. yeah we better get to sleep man we got stuff to do tomorrow and that's the eight, case. eight in the morning like eight three hours later yeah we'd wake up three <laughs> hours later and um you know, there it is. And like to sing at eight in the morning, nine in the morning, after you've been up all day and you've been talking about retarded stuff all day long, like it, it's hard, man. You know, like it really is because you, you know, when you're singing, your voice changes throughout the progress of the day. So like, you know, the very first song that I sang was bride to be. And I remember I was having such a hard time with that. And it wasn't that it was hard to sing the notes or anything. It was just hard to get my voice where I knew it needed to be. Do you know what I'm saying? Where it was just warmed up. And, uh, you know, by the end of the day, like eight hours later when we're doing like, um, I don't know, like grindhouse ride, (laughs) like I'm like, Hey, let me go back and do bride to be over. So I'm sure, you know, from that respect, I was a pain in everybody's ass because I kept wanting to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> to see they didn't even hesitate. He's like, take. <laughs> I mean, every take for me, I'm like, that's a keeper. That's a keeper, you know, like every <laughs> single vocal track. I'm like, well, damn, he's killing it first take, you know. <laughs> but then he would come back like six hours later. Hey, you know those first four songs that I did the main tracks on? Let's go redo those. I'm like, ah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he would prove me wrong every time, you know, like. I think it was Teenage Homicide. He he did for a while and you know kept going in and kept getting in and stuff. And I, every take, I was like, "That's it. That's gold. We're good. You know, we're good." <laughs> and then it was like, it "Yeah." It, every single time he would hit one word different, and it would just make my little my jeans just get tingly. You know, I just got like <laughs> it was just instantly like it was just it, it could be the enunciation of one little word, and I was like, "Oh, oh, that's way yeah. better." You know. And, <laughs> And that's the thing so, for me, I, I, I go in with these maps, these blueprints in my head of like how it's supposed to sound, you know what I mean? And just like getting, you know, my voice to comply sometimes is, is, you know, a different story, but I'm always that way in the studio. That's why when I say it's effortless and I'm talking about this as if it was, you know, a, an obstacle, it really wasn't. That's just part of being a vocalist, you know, it's just, yeah. it's no problem. It's just, it's just madness. You know what I mean? Like to everyone else. Cause you know, I'm in there like rain man you know i'm trying to explain like what i'm doing and everyone's just like whatever dude just do it again if you got to do it again <laughs> you know like it's hard to explain yeah you know i what mean, mean i was just sitting on the yeah i was just sitting in the studio just like come on man that was fantastic you know and he would definitely and then this take he would you know 
me more, and I would just, you know, I'd stop all thinking that it was, you know, done. I was like, oh, he's got more. He's got more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. I mean, you know, I can, I can definitely uh, relate uh, being a musician myself and just I'm never quite happy with, with uh, you know, what you've recorded. And you can always go back and do it better and better and better. But, you know, that's, hey, that's, that's what it is. And, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, um, you, you know, you talked about your first live show at, at uh, Ghoul's Night Out. And it's up on YouTube. And uh, I watched it. And uh, I just loved seeing that video. It, it was really, really cool. Um, I, I was blown away by just, like, the crowd was singing along with you. And was that something surreal to you? I mean, being a, you know, a pretty much, you know, new band, you know, with a new lineup and a new album and everything. And uh, just the amount of crowd participation there. Was that surprising to you or, or how'd you, how'd you take that? Um, you guys want to? <laughs> um, we it? Uh, we just lost connection. Just came right back in right now. No <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> crickets! Yeah, yeah. We we don't even know what's going on. All I heard was, "How'd you take it?" No, I was about to say something really oh, weird. Oh wow, wow, <laughs> Yeah, that could mean a lot of things. I was like, "Well, I mean, I I don't know." <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> no, it was uh, just about the Ghouls' Night Out. You guys' first official uh, show. And uh, just yeah. the crowd was singing along with you, which I think yeah. is amazing because the album hasn't been out that long. And it, 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 to me, it was just like really cool. I'm like, holy cow, yeah. there's, there's these uh, people that, that already know the songs by heart. Um, yeah. What was that like? Well, I think I think a lot of people did exactly what you said. And they've, they've just, you know, nonstop listened to it, you know, since it came out and and uh, I think that around the board, it's been pretty much, you know, the response we've gotten from the people that, that have got bought the album, listened to it and liked it, have pretty much wore it out. And, you know, I think that's that's why they knew the songs. That's why they, you know, want to sing along with the songs. And, you know, we actually played the entire album from start to finish um, because we wanted people to recognize where the song would be, what song would be coming up next and all that kind of stuff, you know, for nice. our first show. Mm -hmm. And and I think it, it really, uh, you could tell. You know, because people people were screaming for the next song before we played the next song, and and it was pretty, it. Uh, yeah, it was it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Was that surprising, Ghouls? I mean, just being up there, you're th you're the front man. Uh, you're doing double duty because you're singing, you're playing bass at the same time, mm -hmm. and and you're a veteran, so you're you know this is nothing new to you, but that's you know it's, it's, it's always different though. You know, I mean, like every show is a different show, and there's a lot of different variables that can make it good or bad. You know, and the crowd is you know, a large part of, you know, determining that factor. And we had a really, really good, really good crowd that day, um, you know, which was really helpful, at least for me personally, because, you know, since Blitz Kid, man, you know, we, we were road dogs. We were out all the time. Um, and since that, you know, I haven't really toured as much. Um, you know, I had my own solo thing that, you know, I was just kind of like experimenting with and I did a couple of shows with that, but I really had a chance to be on stage as much as I'd like to. And, you know, um, you know, when we got together with silent horror and we did that show, it felt great. Cause I was back in my element, you know, I was like in a punk band playing bass and, and singing again. It was a little different though, because, you know, a lot of people are used to me running around and, you know, 
kind of doing my thing, but, you know, I had that ability in Blitzkid because, you know, I was only one half of, you know, the vocal equation. So when I wasn't singing, I could, you know, go break my leg on something on stage or whatever. <laughs> uh, so it was, it was different for me, you know, and it, it's been a little different because, you know, I'm rooted to the mic a little more, but I like that because, um, you know, the songs are so solid, man, and they're so heavy that, like, it it doesn't require, you know, a lot of, like, uh, gesticulation to really, like, you know, you know, pummel you. You know what I'm saying? So um, it, it, it helped, though, just having everybody out mm-hmm. there singing. And, uh, you know, that, that, that eases your mind a lot. That helps you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just kind of really yeah. not feel like you're so much up there in your underwear. Do you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah, there's another thing, like, with with why I personally can listen to the album and I mean I've heard it for years and years and years but I mean with even you know just Goolsby's new vocals on it and everything and the new recording and all that like to me it's each song sounds different even though they're all the same it's it's each song has a different feel a different vibe and I think that's what for me keeps me listening to it over and over and over again is because each song, even though similar and the same still come off to me different. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree. There's a, there's a story being told in every song and uh, it's great. And there's a, there's sort of a different style, but it's, it's very unified at the same time. You know, this whole album is, is very unified. It's not a hodgepodge of a lot of different styles or something, you know, it's, it's different enough, but unified at the same time. I mean, it's it's hard to to uh, you know really have the right words for it. To yeah, I mean, out. some songs you know are faster, slower, harder, you know, stuff yeah. like that. But I mean, at the same time, each each song still. I mean, I can listen to you know Violent Side, which is you know a slower song, but even when I pair it up next to you know Drink of Your Blood, I still get the same feeling out of both songs. Right. Exactly. Yeah, and even for me, just from you know a standpoint. And I mean, of, I think, I mean, unknowingly. Yeah, and for me personally, man, I mean, I look at it like there's a lot of a lot of nuances in the band. You know, what I'm saying like stylistically, like all over the board. You know, there's a lot. There's there's elements of metal. There's elements of punk. You know, rock, all that stuff, and they're all there. I think like certain songs, though, it's like there's just subtle kind of showcases of, of more than one aspect. You know what I mean? Like this one's a little bit heavier. This one's a little bit more melodic. This one, you know, it's a little bit more of a, you know, um, I guess bass oriented kind of structure. You know what I mean? Like they're right. all, they all have like their own little highlights, but they all kind of just, uh, seem together, you know? Yeah. I equate this so much. and I'm not, um, it's a tough comparison and I'm, I'm not trying to, um, I don't know, say, I, I don't know. I'm just going to say it so much reminded me or was a, uh, reminiscent of, uh, the Misfits album, American Psycho. Yeah. Um, because I think it parallels, I think it parallels that's, American Psycho. That's um, because that was the point. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I mean, on the mixing, uh, on, on mixing notes. For each one of us, for me, I mean, to me personally, it it defined, 
the music I listened to for the rest of my life. It mm. defined everything yeah. I like. I listen to to this day. So I mean, to put out an album, the only way that I could see it sounding is, you know, to me, you know, being influenced by, you know, my favorite album of all time. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Even uh, man, it, it just that album just takes you, you know, everywhere, and you guys sort of did that, but it's not like. It's a ripoff of American Psycho, and I'm not trying to go there and trying to trying to you know say that that's that's what it is. I'm saying it's just it's in the same vein, in the same spirit. Well, you know what I mean? The, yeah, I mean that's the thing. A lot of people when they try to say a band's a ripoff of something, you know, you got to really look into that statement because you know there's there there's ways to rip a band off. Yeah, if you know if you write a song that's the same chord structures and this that and the other, but I mean there's also the spirit of a band, and that's not ripping a band off. That's more or less that's what being a band should be about you want to be that band that you know people aren't ripping your songs off but they want to sound like you you know that you you provide a feeling you know what i'm saying an emotion and and, you know going back to what i was saying earlier about the three of us you know all kind of being on the same page uh, with each other personally and musically you know we were all affected by uh you know american psycho and famous monsters in a really really uh important way you know what i'm saying like that uh, part of blitz kid my involvement you know that that was a huge influence on me in that and you know that pretty much shaped the direction that I, you know the next 10 15 years of my life went and <laughs> you know when we got together to do this it was one of those things like look man you know these songs this album you know like we all understand what those two did for us you know those two albums that mm-hmm. i mentioned so let's Let's bring that, man. Those were huge influences on us. Let's put that influence, that feeling on this record and give these songs that feeling. You know what I mean? Right on. Yeah, it's like we, it's like we skipped trying to get a sound and we went straight for a feeling, like an atmosphere. Yeah. Like it's not even to us about what the guitars or what the drums were tuned like or what, what was going on. It was, it was about how can we bring a listener in you know 2014 – back to 1996 1997 all those years yeah you know what we felt when we put in you know the cassette or whatever you know oh yeah yeah and i totally i I was talking you know at the beginning of the show you know people following me on facebook and everything uh i've been just posting about the silent horror album over and over and over again and one of my tweets and, and facebook postings has been i haven't been this excited about horror punk since the reformation of the misfits in the mid nineties, you know, just hearing they were coming out and then hearing American psycho and famous monsters and everything like this is, I'm wow. I'm ramped up about horror punk again. And you know, that's, that's seriously, um, that's, that's another reason we kind of wanted to just, you know, you know, showcase that man, because, Everybody really shits on horror punk, man, a lot of times, you know, and in a way, there's a lot of validation in in some cases, you know, for for some of the problems, whatever, but it's no different than any other music genre, but all of us, man, like, screw all that noise, man, you know what I mean, this is what we do, this is what we love, and, you know, it's like, it it feels right, man, there's there's a good spirit behind it, you know, at least the, the direction that we're coming from with it, and, you know, we say... If you want to call a horror punk, call a horror punk, man. We we wave that flag proudly, you know. I mean, it's who we are. It's it's made us who we are. You know, a lot of it has had a lot to do with that, you know. 
And thank you for that. I think you've just raised it to a whole new level and uh, brought it uh, awareness to, I think, a lot of young fans that are out there, a lot of young people out there just looking for something. And, um, man, this is uh, seriously, it, it's so great. And I told you I was going to gush, you know, before we started <laughs> recording, and I just, I, I can't stop just singing the praises <laughs> of, of the band, seriously. It's, um, well, it's I, truly amazing. I, th I think, I think for me, you know, the, the albums, American Psycho, Famous Monsters, to me, those albums um, defined the the horror punk genre as an atmosphere. Um, because I, I feel like the other bands that were were a part of that at the time, or even back in the 80s or the 70s and stuff, they, they were, they were whatever band, whatever genre they were in, but they sang about horror stuff, but it was still punk music, it was still hardcore music, you know, it was still whatever it was, but to me, those albums defined the atmosphere that became known for horror, horror punk, you know. Oh, right on, yeah. The, the elements of that. And and they had other elements in it as well. They had the makeup, you know, the, the sound of vocals and, and these things. And those things, I think, are, are what people tend to, to concentrate more on, um, you know, what they look like, you know, what the guitars sound like or what the, you know, the vocals are sounding like, trying to, to mimic those things and not so much the atmosphere of what they, they actually brought uh, you know, like almost spiritually in in their songs, the the influence that that it put people's minds through to hear those albums, and that's what we wanted to concentrate more on. And it's trying to do for wear makeup or, or people do this, but but to really bring an an idea and an atmosphere into the genre again. Yeah, yeah, you're totally there, and uh, just as a fan, I. I... I'm just so appreciative of that, and I thank you guys for doing that and just uh, being true to horror punk and who you are and, and what you love and where you've come from and paying homage to uh, the bands that deserve it because, uh, you know, you wouldn't be where you are, and, and we, we all wouldn't be fans where we are right now, you know, if it wasn't for the Misfits and, and everything. It's, uh, yeah, wow, yeah. Totally, totally awesome. But uh, I, uh, you guys, you did Ghoul's Night Out, and uh, I hear you, you have another show scheduled, um, and there's some touring rumors uh, for you guys. Do you have some plans for, for tours beyond this? Definitely. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> yeah. I, do you guys, are you guys still there? Yeah. Okay. Hello? 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 Brandle's over there making some double cheeseburgers. I know you are. I can smell them. No, 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 no. Uh, no, like with touring, we, we have a show coming up. There's a there's a horror convention in uh, Charleston, West Virginia, which is about two hours north of where I live here in Virginia. Um, It's a, it's a smaller horror convention, but um, they have an after party. I played it last year with my solo gig, and um, we're going to do it this year with Silent Horror. Um, You're totally going to kick their ass. I mean, that's it's going to be huge. <laughs> I can't wait, man. The Big Bad are playing uh, a lot of really good bands. It's a two-night event. I think we're playing the Friday night. and um, Beautiful. We're doing that. Um, that's what we have planned now. And we also are working on some stuff for Halloween right now. Um, we do have November 1st officially booked um the magazine horror hound and they also do the convention yeah um up in cincinnati they're putting on a show on november 1st the night after halloween uh 
at the Northside Tavern. We haven't announced it yet officially just because we're just now getting the information, like, literally, like, you know, days ago. But, I mean, may as well announce it here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we got that going on, and we've also got some other shows planned around that, you know, for that week. Um, We got invited to come over to Europe in May and again in October. Um, We just got to work out the details. Wow. Please remember Erie, Pennsylvania. That's where I am. So. Where, where are you? In Erie? Erie, yeah. Right on the lake. Ah, yeah. Nice, so. man. You should go see the American Werewolves if you ever get a chance to go see that band. Really? Cleveland. Oh, yeah. oh, far out. Yeah, I go to Cleveland a lot. and, and uh, I'll check them out for sure. And I've seen, um, what was, uh, there was Cult of the Psychic Fetus, I think. Have you ever heard of them? Cult yeah. of the Psychic Fetus. Yeah, yeah. I ha- I've heard that name before. They opened for Graves when I went to see them here a couple years Uh a couple years ago at uh, uh, some club in Cleveland. And another great, they're in, in the vein of like the cramps and everything, but still have that whole horror thing going on. And nice. um, yeah, great band. But anyhow, anyhow, um, this has been amazing. I, I'm just uh, really psyched that uh, you guys would come on with me tonight and, and talk about yeah, the album nice. and you guys as a band and where you've come from. I mean, this has been great. This has been great. So, uh, everyone listening right now, Silent Horror Punk. Dot com is uh, the official website. Of course, they are on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash X, Silent Horror X, and also on twitter.com slash X, Silent Horror X, and uh, a lot of other things, and you can find all that on their website, of course. Um, but uh, is there any other uh, sort of things you want to pimp out right now? Uh, your uh, The album, which I failed to mention, is available on iTunes to purchase or on Spotify. And uh, I recommend that you uh, purchase the album on iTunes and then just listen to it on Spotify because you guys get money on both, you know, and so that's yeah. pretty cool. And if you're, you know, if you want a physical copy of the album, we have, um, you know, our first limited pressing. We have, I think, I forgot how many we actually got, but um, it's the CD is uh, gold foil, you know, like the cover is actually embossed with uh well, not embossed, but it's actually like blocked in foil. So, oh, wow. uh, you know, the logo is got a nice shiny gold <laughs> logo. You know, I'm um, totally gonna buy that. I had no idea that it was like that crafted. You know, we put a lot of oh, time into it, man. Wow, wow. What you say, Randall? I said we nifty and crafty, boy. Hell yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man. I mean, the CDs. It, it really is, man. It looks great. You know, I mean, if I can blow our own trumpet you know it looks really good we we took a lot of time it was one of those things when we went into uh to design and actually you know purchase the cd uh, it was it made quite a bit of difference in the price when you know we opted to get the foil blocking and we had no idea that anyone was even going to be interested in the band because the way that we approached the whole thing was just not even tell anyone because you know there's nothing wrong with this but there's a lot of bands that'll be like hey you know we're such and such and we're going to do this and then eight months later they do it and the impact is lost you know we were just Mm -hmm. like you know what let's get a store let's get a record let's get you know a website let's get all these things in place and then just drop a bomb and see what happens (laughs) right on you guys got Uh, some killer merch packs too i love all the 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 merch things you're doing um thanks man with the patches and the posters and everything i mean it's just you deliver for relatively you know, little cash. 
you well, know, you know that's what we were talking about the other day. It's like, you know, it's like if you're going to have merch, it's one of those things where yeah, we're just we're just pulling triggers, man, left and right. It's like, yep, that's that's a ridiculous, you know, thing to be playing with right now. But let's get it, <laughs> you know, just because yeah. we want to have cool stuff, man. You know, it's you, you got to deliver on that aspect, too. You know, I mean, in this day and age, people don't have to buy your CD. Bottom line. Yeah, you, know, you got you want to make it something that you you know someone wants to buy, and that's why we went the extra step. And that's why we do that with all of our merch. That you know we want to have good stuff. We don't want to put out total crap either. You know? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there's like people like me on Spotify, and I can find your album, just listen to it over and over and over again on Spotify. And you know, how do you sort of upsell me? You know, uh, just being a Spotify kind of person, and just going to your website, man, and looking at this stuff. Oh, holy shit! You know, I love the patch, and hopefully, hopefully, uh, you're gonna get some T-shirts because I'd love, um, oh, I love the Red Specter T-shirts. I love. Oh, I'm so <laughs> I'm salivating for like a Red Specter T-shirt yeah. from Silent Horror because I, I love that, and I'm I'm so tempted. Although my wife would kill me, I need a tattoo so bad. It's such a badass. That's what you need. That's what you need. It's a badass exactly. logo, but you can join the cult of the Red Spectre. Yeah, man, yeah, I'm There's totally. Been more tattoos than there have been shows at this uh, point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I, I, I need, I need a T-shirt here, and uh, so hopefully, you know, just to put a bug in your ear or something here, you can. Think well, about. Let, let's let's ask you a question. Are you a big graphic kind of guy or a small graphic kind of guy? Uh, I like it big. I like it big and bold. Oh, that's what she yeah. said. Oh. <laughs> uh, that wasn't a setup. That was that was a legit question, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Because we're trying to determine some stuff right now in terms of... Oh, no, if I'm wearing actually... your shirt, I want people to see it and, you know, have no questions asked. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what I'm wearing and wearing it proudly, <laughs> you know? We we do have a lot of new merch coming, man. Um, Far out. We we're working all that out right now. We'll have quite a bit available by the end of this month. I would. I'm. That's what we're gearing gearing towards. Cool. Well, that doesn't stop me from uh, you know getting the current merch uh, package and getting the patch. Just buying a plain black T-shirt and just sewing the patch, you know, on the T-shirt or or something. That's. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess what Jay. You totally cut out. I had no idea what you said there. Yeah. Oh, I so said that's what JV did. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, JV from uh, from Dara Chemical Company. Oh far out. Oh yeah, great band. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, amazing. Um, um, aside from all of that, man, the only thing that I'd like to say is, you know, we do have um, a newsletter on our website that if you sign up for. Um, you know, we, we do Facebook updates and, and, you know, all of that, but we also are going to start sending out, you know, actual, you know, updates to people on the newsletter with, you know, I guess a little more in-depth information. Um, we have a YouTube channel also, so if you look for us online or on uh, YouTube, it, I think it's uh, Silent Horror. I think it's called Missing Reels. Um, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll link to all this stuff on uh, the show notes. So yeah, awesome, you guys man. go to Devil um, Horns and just... Uh, Look at the page for this show, and all these links are going to be up there for you guys. Killer, man. Uh, yeah, we're going to um, basically have that. We're going to start doing video updates monthly. You know, sweet. Uh, that's what our plan is. And aside from that, we have a store. You know, it's uh, I think it's 
silenthorror.bigcartel.com and that's where you can get the actual physical copy of the CD and whatever uh, crazy shirts we get. <laughs> totally worth it. At, the CD is totally worth it. I mean, you guys could charge 50 bucks for the CDs. I'd still buy oh, it. Oh, really? Oh, man. <laughs> that's me. That's like one guy. But, uh, I mean, it's, I mean, that's, that's how much I love it. And, uh, I think we other people it, are going to love it too. And, uh, I'm a huge fan, but, uh, thank you guys tonight for spending, you know, over an hour here with me and, uh, just, uh, hanging out. But it's, uh, it's great. So, guys, uh, let's do this again. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, when? You want to do it tomorrow night? All right, I'm free. Yeah. <laughs> Call and talk to me? Yeah, hey, I will. I will. We'll have a heart-to-heart. <laughs> Share recipes. <laughs> yes. Ooh. Oh, man. I got some badass ones, so that's what I'm well, talking about. I got about. DuJour now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I've got the same thing tonight. I'm not even kidding you. Uh, well, it's been a great <laughs> show. Wow, it's been a great show, um, and uh, right now you're going to hear uh, the first song, and I, I was talking to you guys about this before we recorded, but this is the first song that stuck in my head, and if you listen to the Silent Horror album, there's going to be a lot of songs that will stick in your head in a good way, um, and uh, this is the first one. This is Carnival of Souls by Silent Horror, so I'm going to leave you with that. Guys, thank you again for joining me. Have a great night. Thank you, Thank you man. man. He's right behind you. He's out to get you. Around you, he is creepy. Speak, but there is no reply. You discover that you might be under something even more disturbing. Are you living? Are you breathing? Are you really Something even more disturbing